poppin' congregation. It's your girl, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess, and this is the podcast all about robbery, fraud, and those who practice it. Didn't that sound so good, y'all? That kind of sound like we could be MP War or something. Okay, y'all know, look, Time Magazine made us top 10, so I was trying to give y'all more professionality. Is this what you guys want? It's not happening, okay? Um, <laughs> but just for a moment. Guys, I'm very what? Yes. Excited. Thrilled. Elated. Entranced. This is one of my dearest friends. This is the first lady of the congregation, okay? Get your gloves out. Get your white gloves out, okay? <laughs> Everyone stand up. She's walking in the room, okay? The guest that's been on the show the most, the guest that also was in the premiere episode of the show. Y'all, my friend, longtime congregation member and first lady. She's an actor, a writer, a comedian, and a voiceover talent, which you have already gotten a glimmer of, uh, the Velvetist voice. She co-hosts Confessions, the show where we read your listener letters exclusively for Stitcher Premium. Y'all, some of y'all know about that. Uh, shout out to Issa Trey. We know you listen to Confessions. <laughs> Thank you, girl. Thank you. You specifically. <laughs> and now we have a Patreon show, guys. This is a whole new thing. It's called Give Us Your Money, and you can head over to Patreon right now to sign up. Mm-hmm. Guys, Congregation, please welcome back Priscilla Davies. Woo, woo, woo. I'm cheering myself. That's yes. right. Yeah. <laughs> Congregation, I'm so happy to be here. You know I fucks with every single one of y'all. And you know we're about to cut up. Always. Always. Every day's. And I do want to say, like, the Give Us Your Money podcast is a podcast that is about robbery. It's about fraud. But it's about internet. Robbery, yeah. influencers, multi-level marketing queens, people that we can't really talk about out in the open without mm-hmm. worrying about getting sued. Right. So all of the stories that y'all send us of Twitter mess and Instagram gossip and all of that, that's the kind of stuff that we talk about on this Patreon, yes. including Jada. Yes, we do a deep dive on Jada. That's the first episode. It's, it's good. Listen, guys, as a as a person who was just finding out about Jada, you're going to want to watch this. Listen to this. If you don't know who Jada is, Jada is the person who took over over my Twitter account for eight days and was selling fake MacBooks for $600. (laughs) And when I got the account back, I learned so much. I talked to hackers, lawyers, Mm. like NBC Universal reached out like wanting to do a story. About you getting scammed? They wanted me to give my testimony. Oh my God. It got messy. So if you want to hear about that, give us your money podcast on Patreon. You can get involved. Give us your money. We only want a little bit. Just a little. Yes. But let's get into it, P. Yes. You know what we always ask on the show? Yes. Wait, do you? Yeah. What? What's my relationship? <laughs> this is the guest who's been on the show the most out of any guest. And she sat down this series just a few moments ago and said, so how does this go again? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, congregation, I got a lot on my mind, okay? I'm what a black woman in America just trying to make it day by day. <laughs> Okay. How you gonna do me like that? Not the black woman in the America car. I'm wow. Just keep, uh, yeah, I pulled now it. I can't say nothing. I pulled it. Listen, I'm doing the best with what I got. Best I can with what I got. And you <laughs> okay. drop the beat. Doom, 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 hey, doom, hey. Doom. If you haven't seen that video of Mariah Carey saying, I'm doing the best I can with what I got, you need to because it yeah. lives rent free in my head, Dwayne Perkinson's head as well. And it honestly, it's the best affirmation I've ever seen. Period. Mariah Carey owns Christmas and Affirmation. <laughs> yes, yes. Now, she did actually try to trademark the Queen of Christmas. And they shut her down. And they said no. They were like, ma'am, let's, first of all, there's a real Queen of Christmas. Okay? She said, Jesus, move out that way. <laughs> okay. I love her for daring to try, though. Right. And honestly, if I was working trademarks that day, she would have got it. Yep. <laughs> she would have been approved. honestly the only person who could be like, okay, yeah, we know about Jesus. 
But what about me? Right? And Jesus is just the king of Christmas. Right. He need a queen. He need a queen. I don't know. I guess they're trying to say it's Mary. But, like, we know Mary was lying. <laughs> but that's his mama. I guess, okay, she's a queen, the queen mother. She is a she queen mother of Christmas. The regent queen, because he was just a baby. Yeah, I feel in like the this was like Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> the Bible was the original Game of Thrones. She's the queen of the north. <laughs> okay. North Jerusalem. Northern the manger. North, North Jerusalem. AKA Palestine. Free Palestine. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow, I love our tangents. What's your relationship with scams, Priscilla? Do you love them? Do you hate them? Has anything happened to you recently that you care to uh, share? Damn. Have the I, past? Yeah. I mean, I definitely was once uh, a victim of the Israeli locksmith scam. I don't know if I've talked about that on this show before. No, you haven't. And that sounds so specific. Like, I mean, we should honestly probably do a full-on episode because it's a whole thing. Like, the only reason why I know it exists is because after I got scammed, I went to the Google because I'll be researching. And I was like, oh, this is a whole fucking network from Canada on down to America. The beautiful. Yeah. Oh, this is a business. Okay. It's a network, a chain. It's a, it's a chain scammer <laughs> business. <laughs> that just sounds like a business to me. Hey, hey now. Sounds like they got franchises. They said, we can open up a robbery near you. Listen, when you're getting charged 300 something dollars to get let back in your apartment, that's, yeah, that's, you know... I don't know if that's a business anymore. It's just a straight up scam. <laughs> I mean, it's people who know how to break into your apartment and they're lending you their services. It still costs like $300 to get back into your apartment. N- no, no. Oh, girl. No, no, no. So when this went down, I was like, what the fuck? Wait, what went down though? So what happened was it's like fucking five in the morning, you know. And so <laughs> me and the homies are coming back from the club and everybody had gathered at my house first. So like we come back to my spot and everybody's going to leave from there. Five in the fucking morning, the sun is coming up, and I don't have my goddamn key. And we're cracked out. <laughs> the sun is coming up, and it's literally Sunday. So it's like, I mean, it was just, it was all bad. So we called around, and we found this locksmith who was like, yeah, we'll be there, da 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 Long story short, this guy shows up in an unmarked vehicle. <laughs> Okay. What? You want you wanted him to have money for like a van with a logo? This ain't well, Bob's Burgers. So wait till I tell you. So that's okay. I'm glad you we're gonna come back to that. I'm glad okay. you brought that up. So the dude comes and he's like, Yeah, you know, this is how much it's gonna be. And mind you, this fool took forever. It was like a whole thing. Like he took a whole so now the sun is up. Okay, motherfuckers going to church. Okay, <laughs> and we have this motherfucker sitting here. You know, he shows up. It takes him ten minutes just to get out of that unmarked car. It was like that. Okay, and then he comes and he unlocks the door. And mind you, they charge you for like each lock, part of the scam. Okay, okay. so they charge me for each lock. They so said you don't want to get all the way back in or just partially back. Okay, in? so I was like, you know what? And it's now it's seven a.m. I'm like, just take this fucking money and go. Like I don't even give a shit. Come to find out after. To the fact that my keys happened to be in somebody else's purse that we were at we were with that night who lived in a whole different part of town and oh found that goodness. out on like Monday like at because they were like co-workers my friend and this other person so I just could not shake this shit I was like I know this is crazy so I ended up actually having to go to an actual locksmith wait I thought you went to one this guy wasn't an actual locksmith it was something like I, w- I went for something different or it was like just a, it just happened to be a coincidence that I was okay. going to this lo- another a locksmith around the same time and this fool was like he was like yeah you got scammed girl and he was like it should have never cost that much he was like and then he was like the, the vehicle should have been marked he's like that's 
how you know they're legit. He should have showed you a card with his fucking number on it. Yeah, it's like a whole thing. And I did all these Googles and I find out because the guy, I didn't know it was an Israeli accent at the time. I just knew it was an accent. I was like, oh, it sounds a little French, you know, da 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 And it turns out that this freaking guy, you know, I, I, I Google and I find out that it's Israeli locksmith scams. Yeah, they pulled, like, Judas just pulled something up. It says the Israeli locksmith ring charged with fraud, a group operated in Missouri and Florida. It's all over. And I remember them also being in Canada. I don't know if it started in Canada and migrated down, but it's still, as you can see, it still exists. So they scam their overcharging mm-hmm. customers for their services. So according to this specific affidavit, yeah. these people were working with a company that was called Dependable Lock. So y'all, if y'all see Dependable Lock run. out there, run, yeah. okay? Yeah. Now it depends on how much money you got if you're going to get that lock. Okay. Okay, <laughs> that's what they say. Oh, so I did, oh my God, I forgot the end of the story. So long story short, I think I, I like canceled their, the what I paid them, right? Mm-hmm. So then I'm like going back with them and I ended up, they were like, okay, we settled on a price. Like that's how I knew they were a fucking scam. Because once I, when I realized it, then they settled on a price with me. So I ended up, they were like, just send a check. So I was like, all right. So I sent a check and I just wrote them a check for what I felt like was appropriate. And that was it. Never heard from them again. And it was not no $325. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, I fight fraud, dog. You did. You did. And also now we know, like, if an unmarked car comes to your house at 10 p.m. charging you $300, you know what's wild is when I got locked out at my building, which is just haunted now, like, this new building manager came in, and now he haunted the whole ho Like, I'm not even joking. Like, Damn. our elevators be broken all the time. Mm. Luxury apartment buildings are a fucking scam, especially in Los Angeles. Like, I'm paying a mortgage to live in an apartment where I share walls. Like, right. come on, y'all. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But, you know, they got the little theater and the little accoutrement, the little amenities, the pool, sure, or sure, whatever. Sure. But I don't know what happened because this building was relatively new. When I moved in, I think it had maybe been standing for like eight or nine months. So yeah. everything was brand new. No one's ever lived in my place before. La, da, da, da. We used to have this great building manager, but then he like did something <laughs> creepy. But he was so good and reliable, but then he had did something creepy. Well, something. he was inappropriate as well. Yeah. <laughs> and why is it always like that? Why are the creeps always so good at their job? <sighs> like, and now I mean, we can't keep you because, like, the main... Now, yeah, now we can't benefit from your talents. Right. Because... Because rule number one, don't be creepy. Don't be creepy. <laughs> it actually means you're actually bad at your job because you brought the creepiness to work. Like, right. you should have left that at home. That's professionalism. <laughs> or a lack thereof. <laughs> but, yeah, so this new guy, like, everything he was breaking. Elevators were breaking. Every, like, uh, one of my neighbors got stuck inside the elevator this week. Oh, was my God. was texting me, like, God. hey, can you help me get out the elevator? <laughs> I had to release somebody from my... You, listen, I know the congregation knows about my elevator woes. Yes. I did have to release somebody from the elevator in my building as well once. But when I got locked out, the number that they gave me to go, like, emergency number, they were sending me to a locksmith that would have charged me $300. So if that's not the price, then what is that? Is this inflation now? Yesterday's price, uh, well, what, not today's what year, price? What year was this? This was this year. Okay, that... Year it, of our Lord, 2022. Inf- I'm sure it's inflated. This, this happened... Over five or six, maybe seven years ago. Oh, damn. $300 seven years ago? Thank you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm not talking crazy, girl. Mm -mm. This was like seven, eight years ago. They they took your home for ransom. Basically. I mean, this is when the economy was semi-good. Not, You know what I mean? You called, you were like, I'm locked out. That was like, them niggas were taking it. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, literally. You want to be unhoused? Because that's what you're finna be if you don't give us this $300. And that fool was looking at me like, well, what else are you going to do? And I was like, exactly. Here, exactly. sir. <laughs> Take this bucket this is of a shame. Down, and I mean, you're right. 
It should be. But I got them in the end. You did. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Warning on that one. See, voiceover actor. All right. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back after some non-scam advertisements. Scams! Cons! And we are back. And it's time for What's Hot and Fraud. This is where we warn Ooh. the listeners about popping scams in the zeitgeist. And more often than not these days, you know, we get a letter from you all. As always, snitch on your friends and family and your enemies at scamgoddesspod at gmail.com. Just make sure the scam is retired so we don't what? Yes. Fuck up your bag. Hey, man. I need a fake name for this person, Priscilla. We don't care about attention. Let us call them Zelda. Zelda. That's actually going to work out great. Perfect. So Zelda says, here's a very specific and weird scam that someone tried on me a couple years ago in Arizona. I was taking my time grocery shopping, considering which sauce to get or something, and I turned around and this absolutely gorgeous woman dressed in this curve-hugging, cool girl, hippie, jewel-toned fit was making her way straight towards me. She smiled as she approached me and I went stupid. She said, hey, I get a vibe from you. I am submitting like, yes, this big dyke energy is finally being recognized and appreciated. Okay, this Z. is Zelda talking about herself. Okay, Zelda. <laughs> okay, Zelda says she got that BDE. Yes. Yes. It says, I'm pretty femme, so I love being clocked in public, especially in a crusty city in a red state. Yeah, yes. I, that feels dangerous. I feel like if, yeah. if you are queer and you live in one of them crusty red states, you got to be You like, got to lock it up. Right. You got to wear the one earring again, like back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta remember which ears the game. The one. signal. <laughs> you gotta drop a little napkin by your ankle. Okay. <laughs> to tell the girls that you like to go down. Okay? Right. Like you can't just be out here all willy nilly. So I love this for both of them. So Zelda says she continued. You have this amazing energy. Mm. I can see by your aura that there's something special about you. Like I can tell you have great energy. And so Zelda's like, I was still thinking I should definitely ask for her number when she said, okay, listen, I have a message for you. There's someone in the spiritual plane trying to communicate with you. Do you have a minute? Uh-oh. So this was starting to sound like the Long Island medium. <laughs> Parentheses, us scammer. Yes, we love Teresa Judice. <laughs> Why I say Teresa Judice? That's somebody else. <laughs> That's pretty close. But we do love Teresa, the Long Island medium, and her. <laughs> and her. She brought back, uh, she single-handedly brought back the French tip. It was her. Yeah. Long Island Medium. Who's laughing now? Because now we're all getting French tips again. She's like, I'm Because like, of her. <laughs> I'm definitely sure. not because of her. She just held on <laughs> for so long that it came back. So she's a she's a trend predictor. I'm pretty sure all the influencers are following what the Long Island Medium is doing. <laughs> let's let's be real. Teresa, Teresa Caputo. Caputo. I know yes. Gigi Hadid follows Teresa Caputo. On, on... <laughs> she's a tastemaker, okay? <laughs> Period. Listen, she knows the past, the present, and the future. It's <laughs> okay. for fashion. And clearly, as she demonstrated with her nails. <laughs> she's like, mm-hmm, turtle necks are coming back. <laughs> We're like, we believe you, Teresa. Teresa Caputo, we stand. So she's saying that this starts sounding a little Long Island medium-ish. Uh, Zelda says, my guard goes up and my heart stopped fluttering. And I said, oh, I mean, sure. And she said, okay, great. So I do energy readings and I can give you some Reiki so you can receive the message. Have you ever had Reiki? And this is the scammer talking. So if you don't know what Reiki is, it's energy healing. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not quite a therapist. You don't necessarily have to be certified in Reiki. Like, yeah, yeah, you do. Certain people are, but you some be, people yeah. aren't. 
I'm sure, but you're supposed to, I mean, you can do a Reiki program and get your certification. I mean, you should. That's you're supposed you should. to. You're supposed to, yeah. But correct me if I'm wrong, in Reiki, there's no physical touching. No, there's no touching. They're literally just like waving their, their hands, hands over, over your you. body and like doing energy healing. Now, here's my thing about Reiki because I've heard people really love Reiki and it really helps and they feel the presence and the energy so I definitely don't want to take away from that but I'm sorry if I don't pay for a session where I'm laying on the table you better you better rub one of these knots out <laughs> touch me we need some Reiki massage combo you better get into this shoulder blade <laughs> and then and then do a little hoodoo on top of it I can't just be laying there like hello <laughs> I'm like face down like you still here hello <laughs> yeah, so you've never done it no I I've done it I did it once Ironically, the person who did it is now a famous astrologer. Uh, I'm not going to say any names, uh, but she's a famous astrologer. I know all the famous astrologers, so you don't tell. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, but she's like, like people be ta- like knowing her. I'm like, really? But yeah, so she did Reiki on me. This is like when I first moved to LA and we, I didn't, I never went back. <laughs> I just, no shade to her, but it did. It was a hit. It didn't hit. It didn't hit. I don't even know what I went there for. And she said, let me lay on this table and let me not touch you. Yeah. <laughs> but the air around. I Listen, you know, I do believe in energy. You know, we are obviously yeah. all made of energy. And I do think that, like, you can do. You can feel you people's can, energy. Yeah. And you can, you can. I've had moments where people have done stuff and I'm like, oh, shit, I did feel that, you know. So yeah. I, I, I do believe it can work. And I'm sure, like, maybe if I did it a few times, you know, went back. But... Well, it's also just about the person, too. I feel like it's like, yeah, you can walk into any nail salon and get your nails done. Does that mean they'll be done well? Right, exactly. No. Does that mean that maybe, like, the woman who's doing your nails will pop off one of your acrylics with a Metro card? Maybe. <laughs> that happened to me in New York. God. She took off one of my acrylic nails with a Metro car, popped that bitch off like it was normal. Oh, my God. Like, it was normal. And I was just like, huh. (laughs) You're like, am I going to fight or just get this manicure? (laughs) Worst manicure ever. Uh, She was so terrible. But I should have known when she did the Metro card. It was time to go. Yeah. That's not an official tool. You should have taken the Metro card and left. You can't soak that in Barbasol. (laughs) She's, like, putting the Metro card in Barbasol. Like, sanitizing it for the next customer. It's not clean. It's not clean at all. Like, I'm just glad I didn't get a hand infection or something fell off. So now back to Zelda. So Zelda says, now I'm confused. She says she wants to deliver a message, but wants to do an energy reading through Reiki. I was curious to see where this was going, but I was fully guarded now, especially since I knew a bit about Reiki from a friend who's a practitioner. I said, oh, yeah, I've done Reiki a few times. She said, okay, that's great. So do you have a moment? Can I give you Reiki? Now, and then Zelda said, I said, right here <laughs> in okay. the grocery store at the produce house right next to the the uh, grapefruits in front of my salad dressing the fuck <laughs> like what like reiki is a thing you don't do reiki at kroger <laughs> you don't maybe at ralph's <laughs> definitely not kroger i feel like if you were gonna do reiki anywhere it's whole foods isn't it kroger's or air one aren't we black don't yeah. we say kroger's yeah we have this <laughs> it's kroger's it's nordstrom's it's jc penny's <laughs> it sounds right to me <laughs> and it is right i actually uh, i had a script supervisor at work the other day be like "Lacey, there's no s on besides and i was like oh what? shit and i was like no besides yeah but if you say like oh, well besides but if you use it by itself but you put the s on and i was like besides no yeah you can you know, and our script supervisor our dialogue coach is also a black oh i guess man. it would be besides and he was like damn i didn't even notice that <laughs> <We were both laughs> like it's an s on there what do you mean that's seasoning besides besides 
Okay, what y'all talking about? Yeah, the fuck. <laughs> so, besides that, <laughs> they are in this damn store, and Zelda says that the hot girl hippie wants to do Reiki on her in front of the eggplants. Mm. So obviously that doesn't sound like a good situation. Right. So I said, oh, right here? And again, we are in a grocery store, Zelda says. She says, if y'all have never had Reiki, usually you're in a very quiet setting, laying down or sitting in a sort of meditative environment. And she said, yes, it's just going to be $500. Oh, my girl. If you don't hand me that mango and get the fuck up out of my face. Do you know how much baby formula I could get for $500 at the grocery store? At least two cans. Let me tell you why this grift... <laughs> Shit is expensive, but you think I'm in the most expensive shakedown in the world right now, the grocery store, and you think I'm gonna give you $500 to do Reiki on me? In a grocery store. In the frozen food aisle. Like, the green giant gonna be looking at us the whole time? No. This scam fails. I don't know where it's headed, and I look forward to hearing it. But let me just tell you why it's already fucking up. Okay. First of all, who brings $500 cash to the grocery store? <laughs> Let's start there. Number two, who trying to get Reiki, <laughs> as you said, in the frozen food section? She must have been a real bad bitch. I, she, I mean, I just, I don't know what she was thinking that she thought she could pull this off. I think she thought, I'm sexy. Pretty privileged. Yeah, pretty privileged. And she definitely must have a lot of it. Because if you come up to somebody selling them this kind of bridge, selling them this kind of bullshit, you must be a fine-ass bitch. Okay. To the point where people are just going to listen to you while they're staring at you. And pull out a lot of cash that they have, definitely. <laughs> like, they're like, I don't know, you need it more than me. Being sexy must be expensive. <laughs> Clearly. It is. So she does need that money. It's true. So Zelda says... $500 for a grocery store medium? I look like that much of a simp? I kind of chuckled and said, oh, no, that's all right, actually. One of my dearest friends is a Reiki master, so I go to her pretty often, and she doesn't charge me $500. I could see her starting to get annoyed, but she tried to stay charming. She said, okay, that's fine. I really want to get this message to you, so what does she charge you? <sighs> Starting to sound like you're Israeli rocks, man. <laughs> She's like, okay, five hundred dollars is too much. The message could be cheaper. <laughs> I think the message. Could, let me talk to the spirits. Okay, they said the message could be a little cheaper. They sent me a code. Okay, a discount <laughs> they just code. Send me a discount code from the spirit world, <laughs> so I can take that down. Yeah, you just gotta use Astral Plane Forty Seven. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then the spirits are gonna give you a discount for for only for first time customers. So I got a big shit eating grin on my face, says Zelda. And she said, she told the scammer, well, she gives me a great friend discount, like $50. She was getting very impatient at this point and said, okay, fine. I'll do it for $50. Damn. You got a memo? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, she really needed that money. Yeah. But she started so high. She started with $500 for grocery store Reiki. <laughs> and then came down so hard. So hard. I'm questioning the quality of this Reiki. <laughs> $500. Okay, a dollar. Wait, this is crackhead negotiation. Got, whatever you got in your pockets. <laughs> this is crackhead negotiation, okay? You started just wanting a VCR, Felicia. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's giving Felicia. <laughs> like, girl, that's, that's too big of a price drop. Y'all didn't Bo even haggle. Felicia. <laughs> So in a split second, her whole ethereal, sexy, hippie vibe 
fully dropped. She sucked her teeth, rolled her eyes, pivoted, and walked away. She was like a whole different... You know what? who she reminds me of? Uh, hippies who are really evil on oh, the inside. Oh, yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. You know? Like, that bitch is evil. Right? It, it's so interesting. Like That was just a whole fucking facade. Yeah. I'm very leery of people who are too... Like, anytime anybody makes anything their whole thing, yep. I'm like, you're full of shit. I don't care what it is. I don't care if you love running. If running is your whole thing and everyone, like, you can't just not be a, like, you, something's wrong with you. If that you make it your personality. Yeah, if it's your personality, you're a sick fuck. Like, and, and you're trying to hide from the fact that you're not a good person. So you've made something your personality right. to distract people from the fact that you're evil and don't have one. Yeah. Um, your personality is getting what you want from people. So you got to trick them. And, like, anytime I see this, the girlies like look I love a crystal I love a sage I love a, a candle that I burn for three days straight and risk burning my home down but it's for vibes <laughs> like I love all of that shit but like people who are too like oh yeah well you know we're just vibrating here and it's yeah. our whole personality I'm like bitch what are you hiding yeah like, you fucking crook you sociopath what's yeah. wrong with you <laughs> I want now I want to know what her real story is like what this right. hippie's real story was I do too but we know the real story is rooted in grifting and manipulation is yeah. but a survival tactic for a very long time damn Lacey just dressed her down like so sorry therapeutically <laughs> so sorry sis we know what you up to so because immediately when she can't get what she wants she's no longer nice anymore exactly and we've met those people yep. who are like so friendly so in your yep. face but the second they realize you're not a fool they turn on you and they turn on you hard a lot hard. of time they're vengeful too yeah like they're the pettiest motherfuckers they're like you didn't let me trick you all right bitch i'll be waiting outside your bushes for the next six months <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're yeah exactly they're the type of people that like like you know ruminate on things yeah. and like yeah they feel scorned they yeah. feel like they're the victim when someone one doesn't let them victimize them. It's, like, it's narcissism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, any, and I'm telling y'all, if y'all got anybody out there who done made their whole personality a thing that's not a part of personalities, you're dealing with a narcissist. <laughs> not a part. The key <laughs> is it can't actually be a part of personalities. Right. A personality can be like, oh, you're fun or you you like to joke or you, you love adventures. Yeah. You like to travel. That can be a part of your personality. But like... But you have to be... Well, human beings are multifaceted. Exactly. And that's one of the things that really uh, bothers me is that because we live in a society that's just so, you know, everything should just be one thing and fit into a box. People who are actually multifaceted, like everybody else was at them, like they're crazy. Like they're doing too much. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, baby, we supposed to be doing more than just one thing on this planet, you know? No, man. Look, we're supposed to be... A- <laughs> well, Look, I- I'm a... I'm a shoe guy. <laughs> I do shoes. I mean, I'm a shoe head, a sneaker head. Be a sneaker head Monday through Friday. That's full time sneaker heads. I know that. That's this. That's twenty four seven. But you they know, gotta wrap all their shoes in plastic for so My God, I'm not sure if you they understand. have to. They have to lick their clean soles yep. every every fifteen minutes. I've so, seen someone do that in person. Lick the soles of it because it's the only time you can lick it. Is when it's out the box. I'm I've like, seen I'm DJ Khaled sure do in it. Factories, dude. Like, where rats are running around. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And factories are nasty as fuck. Nasty dog. as fuck. Especially ones that don't make food. Their standards are low, low. Because the, the ones that make food, the standards are regular low. <laughs> yeah, pretty low. They're like, <laughs> you can have like a little bit of roach in each, in each snack bar. <laughs> like, literally. As long as it's just like no more than three roach legs, you're fine. <laughs> That's literally what the FDA does. Like, we're not joking. <laughs> we be eating all types of wild shit. If it's in packaging, honey, they got a, a little threshold. Listen, I learned that whenever you open a can, which we're sipping on right now, anytime you open a can, you should wash, which we did not do. I know. But you're supposed 
supposed to like wipe down the top because the raspy peeing and shitting on them. Like basically like crazy, crazy shit be going down in the factory at, at the at dark. At this point, I've done so much piss play with rodents. I just gotta take the L. I gotta no, take the L. No. I gotta just take the little ratatouille L. I take some golden showers. <laughs> just, just Not like, intentionally. It's an just, unintentional golden but if, shower. But if you do take them intentionally, then look, that's your life. As no long as everybody's participating and having a good time and wants to be there. No kidding here. Not at all. I'm saying I'm just unwillingly doing it as I suck on this Coke can. But here we are. Here we are in life, okay? So what don't kill you brings you closer to death, <laughs> <laughs> but doesn't kill you. <laughs> makes your body hurt. <laughs> <laughs> what doesn't kill you makes your body hurt. That should literally be the phrase. I, why is it makes you stronger? It doesn't. If, it doesn't. if someone attempts, makes an attempt on your life, you are mostly for certain going to be weaker. <laughs> okay. Like, if, like Kelly Carter lied to us. <laughs> what doesn't kill you makes you weaker. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, fragile, fragile, <laughs> broken, <laughs> distraught, disheveled. <laughs> but that's okay. Look, we got to rebrand toxic positivity. We all about it. Okay. Anyway, so as soon as the scripter doesn't get what she wants, she sucks her teeth. She walks away. So then Zelda says, "I saw her trying this a few more times on other shoppers as I continued through the store. She didn't even have a basket. I smiled at her every time we passed each other, and she just rolled her eyes back at me." Wow. Someone must have finally reported her because by the time I checked out and got to my car, she was being kicked out of the store. I want to, Zelda, first of all, I want to give you props for taking the high road. Like, I give you mad respect. And I, and I, and I, me, I don't know. I'm from New Jersey. I like to fight. You know what I mean? So I feel like <laughs> this would have, you know, I would have gone off on this bitch. I, I probably wouldn't have. I don't know. It depends on how I was feeling that day. But I appreciate that you just, you were like, you know, I smiled at her every time she rolled her eyes right back at me. Killed him with kindness. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the girl's just mad because you didn't give her what she wanted. So, yeah, you should be smiling because you're like, ha, ha, nana, nana, boo, boo. Like, like Cardi B said, eh, <laughs> Like, you know, yeah, you should. But also, what's intriguing to me is this woman didn't even try to sell the fantasy of, like, she was at this grocery store for anything other than a grift. Because <laughs> Zelda had pointed out she in had no, she had no <laughs> basket she was pushing. She, or she had no cart. She had no basket. She didn't even she pick no up list. one item. <laughs> she had no list. She definitely had no list. This is, this is how bitches go into Target, okay? I always go to Target with no list, no basket, and no cart because I'm like, I know what I came in here for. Next cut to me, like, hands full, uh, yeah, filling like, out. really? I was like, I'm, okay. And you know that's the most shameful part of Target is when you got to go over to the, the security guard where he got the cars and he's like, yeah, bitch, you thought. you thought this you, shit. Yeah, <laughs> put your shit in that cart. Take that cart. Take your ass that's back fun. over there. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you thought you was coming here for some toothpaste? That's hilarious. Yeah. Right. And you know what? Give me some dentine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Remember those Dentine Ice commercials? I remember the Winter Fresh ones. Remember those? Yeah. When I think about gum commercials, I think about how they're just as stupid but seem to be on the inside of being stupid commercials, whereas perfume commercials are not. So I think of perfume commercials and gum commercials as the same thing. You're selling something that we cannot smell or that we cannot taste, right? Okay. So you got to, like, sell the vibe of it. So perfume oh. be like, Zendaya riding a horse. You want to smell like that? <laughs> I'm like, I mean, she's a bad bitch. She probably smells great on that horse. Yeah, I will want to smell like that. That's but true. I never like, thought about it like that. Charlie's there and she wearing gold and now she throwing it all off and then she getting in a pool. You want to smell like that? <laughs> I never thought of that. And Dinty Nice is like the more comedic dumb version of that. Yeah. Like where they're like, ah, and then mouth opens and they have like blue crystals flying out their mouth to somebody that they talking to at the club. Yep. And then they're like kissing and the light's sexy. <laughs> always the sound of the wind. Right. And I always imagine it being freezing. Right. You want some fucking top of the mountain 
peppermint patty freezing ass breath. Okay. I want them to open their mouth one time and just like icicle comes out like it's hard. <laughs> That's how cold it is. It's a little weird. Is it weirder than what's already happening? It's a little fetishy. <laughs> that a frozen ice comes out of anybody's mouth? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. think about the shape phallic. of that icicle. Okay. Yeah, it's very phallic. Sure, fine. <laughs> I'm just saying. Fair. I was, I was, I was thinking about My it. My brain's in the gutter. Sorry. But anyway, she didn't even have no dentine. She had nothing. She was just walking around the store being fine and targeting people. It's a good scam, but it's also a dumb-ass scam because it's like, who wants to get rubbed on at the fucking Kroger's? And not even rubbed on. Like, you... So imagine... Five done. Imagine... $500. Right? Imagine you're at the Kroger's and you're, sta- you're standing up next to the mac and cheese, okay? <laughs> and this lady's just doing all this woo-woo. I mean, how insane must that look? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. girl, ain't nobody trying to be in public. I don't even want to do that shit behind closed doors. <laughs> It is embarrassing behind closed doors. It's definitely more embarrassing to do it in front of people. As you're also hearing just like, boop, boop, boop. You over here getting a message. Clean up on aisle three. Clean up on aisle three. (laughs) The ancestors are saying. And I'm like, why is this happening to me? Also, the grift of like, I need to do Reiki to get the message. Bitch, give me the message. (laughs) Yeah, give me the message right now. Just charge me for the message. Like, why do you... That's the other reason. Girl, I know you... um, Pretty privileged. That's all I got to say. Because, like, girl, you didn't think this through. No, and that's not how Reiki works. And I know you just found a buzzword and we're like, yes. <laughs> right? It's, like, so fucking dumb. I'm going to do EMDR to you but for a specific message, <laughs> but also for $500. And we must do it in the produce aisle. That's not how it works. <laughs> At all. But, guys, we're going to take a quick break for some non-scam advertisements. And we'll be right back with historic hoodwinks. Robbery and fraud. And we are back. It's time for my favorite part of the show, Historic Hoodwigs. This is where I will regale Priscilla with a famous con caper group of criminals. We don't know until we know, but we'll see if we love them or if we hate them. I'm so excited. So today, um, a content warning at the top here, there is a brief mention of uh, someone taking their own life. So we're just going to say that up top, but we'll try to get over that uh, as quickly and uh, kindly as possible because we don't like to do the dark stuff here. So for almost 20 years, Marimoro Samoraguchi was one of Japan's most beloved composers. We have a picture of him right now up there on the screen. And is he holding the cane? Uh, yeah, he is. Okay. And he's in a chair and he's got on sunglasses and he's long got hair. long hair, luscious hair. Beautiful hair. Yeah. This is like, and you could tell he didn't do anything to it. So if they like ran a flat iron through that or like a little blowout, yeah. like it would really be giving. It's nice. So he was one of Japan's most beloved composers, with some even calling him Japan's Beethoven. He was lauded as a musical genius who, despite becoming deaf later in life, composed beautiful works. However, after building a career for 18 years, it was revealed that Samoraguchi may not be as musical or hard of hearing as he said. So he wow. had a cane and he had on sunglasses. Yeah. So my assumption was that he's blind. Yeah. But, I guess he mixed up the disabilities. He, up, like, he was like, um, <laughs> yes, I cannot. I am deaf. I cannot hear. And that's why I wear, I wear sunglasses, sunglasses and I have, I have a cane. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, let's, let's read on because we don't know yet. But it's given like you went to the store for the wrong costume. Like, <laughs> so Samora Gucci was born September 21st, 1963 in Hiroshima. Uh, both of his parents 
or Hiroshima. Why did I say Hiroshima? <laughs> like, I feel like Matsumo you were from talking Dragon so Age. So I was about... talking so much shit about knowing how to pronounce Hiroshima because it's they gave me a phonetic here. And I was like, I went to school, guys. I read. And then I, I literally mean, said Hiroshima. Hiroshima. And he was from Hiroshima. Y'all know I fought in Hiroshima, right? <laughs> <laughs> so... So, both of his parents were victims of the effects of the atomic bomb. People also known as Hibakosha. So, these are people who, when our trash-ass nation dropped bombs on innocent people, uh, you know, the the effects of those radiation-wise, like, still to this day. day. We don't need bombs. Nobody needs bombs. White men need bombs. And that's why we need to stop them. (laughs) Because they don't. Like, bitch, if y'all want to fight wars, let's just designate. And I think I've said this on this positive before. Let's designate some place in Iceland or somewhere where all the leaders, all the people who want to put their dick on the table, instead of trying to send innocent young people who need health care and they need, you know, to take care of their families to survive over to fight your shit. Y'all go over there and y'all fist fight each other, bitch. Leave us out of it. Like, what I got to do with that? You know, I just don't understand. Well, I guess I guess I get it. I was like, I don't understand the grift of like, you know, getting convinced into like war. But I guess when you have to defend your territory, I get that. But then it's just. But is anything ever ours? Bitch, when we die, we don't get nothing. To t- we can't take no land with us. Listen, like- we black people understand that this planet is not for us to have. It's for us to enjoy while we're here yes. and share amongst each other. Most black and brown people understand that. You know, <laughs> the problem is not coming from us. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, no, I get it. It's like if everybody's at a golden corral, it feels like all the people of color and minorities and disenfranchised people are just like, oh, let's get a scoop of potatoes. Let's get this. And then the straight white man comes in and he starts wheeling out all the buffet tables and okay. all, all the fucking food. Okay. And we're like, bro, we just enjoyed the buffet. He's like, no, I own the buffet. I now. own it. Now you got to pay me for it. Yeah. Like, bro, why? <sighs> so, anyways. His parents were, you know, victims of the effects of this. So he rose to international fame with his contributions to the soundtrack of the first Resident Evil video game in the late 90s. Mm-hmm. And this gym is included. So we have like a little a little snippet of his Resident Evil bop. Which I didn't even know like video game soundtracks were that popping. Oh. Okay, turn this off. Oh my God. I'm terrified. Okay. That's the sound? Yeah, that's the sound that he... I guess they like that over there. (laughs) (laughs) Sounded like a fart machine. (laughs) Damn, we was calling him Beethoven earlier. Not Japan's Beethoven. It was like... (laughs) 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 Look, they like... Whatever they're doing on Resident Evil, I know that's a very popular game. So This is also the late 90s, so we have to give him the technological grace. I hope that was just the intro. Yeah, maybe it got (laughs) busted. Maybe the beats come in later. Yeah, maybe the beat (laughs) hasn't dropped yet, but it was... (laughs) It was not giving one, we thought. <laughs> so, Samaraguchi was lauded for the beauty of that his music... Wait, what? That music wasn't beautiful, but fine. <laughs> the, the beauty of his music, despite going deaf at the age of 35. Around that time, he began composing for a number of video games. No, he told people he started to lose his hearing due to a degenerative disease. So... If you lose something with a degenerative disease, like, it's a slow... It can be slow or it can be very quickly, depending on the pace, but, you know... But it's, it's not like, an instant thing. No, exactly. So he claimed to rely on his perfect pitch to compose after losing his hearing. In a 2001 Time Magazine interview, he said, If you trust your inner sense of sound, you create something that is truer. Losing my hearing was a gift from God. Mm. I just feel like this specific business... <laughs> Like, maybe if he was partially or, you know, was using, like, an aid or something. But, like, if you completely lose your hearing, I feel like that would kind of 
hurt. Well, I mean, didn't I don't think it makes it impossible. Wasn't Beethoven deaf? Maybe one of those dudes was Beethoven was deaf? deaf. It's like Bach or Beethoven or. But like, I also know that like, deaf friends have told me that like they still like love you know be at the concerts, be at the music, yeah, they like, feel, feel the feel vibrations, the music, yeah, feel the vibrations, like you know. So they're still having so people so you can enjoy music no matter what. But I feel like this sentence to me is giving like grift. Yeah. It's like doubling down a little too hard. Like, I feel like most people would be like, if, if you know, hearing was a huge part of my career, then if I slowly lost it, like, I would be like, this is devastating. Right. I wouldn't immediately be so positive. I understand what you're saying. Yes. I mean, some people like to find the bright side immediately. That's true. Toxic positivity. <laughs> <laughs> and look, we see Beethoven. Yeah, Beethoven was deaf. Okay. I don't know if he was still composing afterwards. I think he did. Or maybe he didn't. I don't know. Yeah. He revealed issues including large amounts of lead in his system. Oh, damn. damn. Beethoven got poisoned with the lead? Damn. Damn. Mm. So, you know, that makes sense with them calling him Japan's Beethoven. So now he's like, I really am Japan's yeah. Beethoven. Yeah. He's kind of following the same. He's following the, 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 the script. The blueprint. <laughs> so he became even more well-known with his 2003 composition, Symphony Number no. 1, Hiroshima, intended to be a memorial piece for the... Hibakusha. Um, in 2008, he was given Citizens Award by the mayor for his artistic contributions. And remember, Hibakusha are the people who have suffered residual effects from bombs being dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. So he did this in dedication to those people, and his parents are in that number. So, you know, that's like a big deal. In 2011, after Japan's earthquake and subsequent tsunami and uh, nuclear meltdown disaster, Symphony Number no. 1 was transformed into a kind of theme song of national survivor. Wow. Or survival. So me. this motherfucker was popping in Japan. Yes, he was popping in Japan. Basically, he wrote up a new national anthem for them. Damn. Real quick. How come we never heard of him? I mean... I guess he just couldn't... We don't couldn't play Resident br- Evil. Bridge that or... gap. <laughs> I'm sure people know about him over here. Sure, sure, sure. But we just... I guess I, we're not on that level. Maybe in the video game world. Yeah. And maybe other places. Composers be famous. Like, they be having <laughs> Composers <niches>. be famous. <laughs> Good to know. Good, we don't know. Like, they, they might be famous. But also, it's interesting to me that there was an earthquake, there was a tsunami, and, and a nuclear yeah. meltdown disaster. Yeah. He was like, hey, y'all, but my song. He was like, you know what would make us feel better in this moment? I'm gonna play my SoundCloud real quick at the memorial. And I'm sure, don't drag us. I'm sure he got some busting tunes. That one was just a video (laughs) game. That's the one that we pulled up, which it was just shocking that it was. I need the Resident Evil stands not to come for us. Literally, they're getting ready. So, through a documentary produced by NHK, Japan's national broadcaster, Samaraguchi, was likewise turned into the face of strength and resilience for the Japanese people. I hate how that's written. I'm so sorry. But basically, they put him on TV and they were like, this is our girl. And he's the symbol helping us through the music. Yeah. He's surviving. And he's yeah. just like Beethoven in every way. Yeah. A little too coincidentally, but we're going with it. <laughs> <laughs> in 2014, Japanese Olympic figure skater Daisuke Takahashi was set to perform to Saramaguchi's Sonatina violin. At the time, though, it was revealed that that may not actually have been his work. Ooh. So he was claiming that he composed Sonatina, but 
now, as soon as this huge Olympic figure skater is about to skate to it, they're like, now, wait a minute, child. This now, is but not what, yours. I'm just curious, what flipped the switch? So days before he would perform, Samaguchi, now 50, came forward to confess that the most famous of his works had been written by someone else. It became clear why he confessed when he did, as the following day, the ghostwriter himself stepped forward to further elaborate yep, on the lies that Samaguchi had used for years to bolster his career. So he said, I'm about to take all your shit down. Damn. To the point where Sam Gucci had to come out and be like, ah, ah don't start skating yet. Uh, <laughs> put the torch out, Olympics. Put, the, put that bitch out. Put it out. Michelle, sit down. Michelle, come on, sit your ass down. Um, actually, I did not write this song. It's very crazy. Bad news, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the truth is, I'm a liar. I'm a fucking fraud, and I can hear everything you're saying right now. <laughs> The truth is, I'm a liar is now my favorite phrase. The truth is, I'm a liar. I don't know if we're going to get more details, but I'm curious to see how he was holding this guy hostage this whole time in the first place. Right. So Takashi Nagaki, 43 years old, is largely unknown. At, he was a part-time lecturer at a school of music. <laughs> Do you see this guy? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, this is the kind of guy you steal his music Literally. You steal his music. I would have stolen his music too, yeah. You deserve it. Sorry. I've never thought of myself as a bully, but I've never seen someone that I wanted to push in a locker <laughs> so bad. Oh my God. He was cute and really sweet, he though. He was really cute and sweet, but I totally get why he got he got uh, murked. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely has gotten a swirly once or twice in his life, though. A thousand like, percent. And honestly, the bow tie's not helping, guy. It's, it's so small, too. Yeah, like, it's what like is that? that? And the suit is wrinkly, babes. What's going on? Let's yeah. give a class photo, like senior class photo. When also, they give isn't you that little, fake suit jacket. Isn't the little pocket square supposed to match the, the bow tie? No? Not necessarily. Oh, okay. He might have been trying to hit us with some drip. I'm not mad at that. Uh, he seems cute. I will say, though, that the, the uh, bow tie is giving a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's, it's different. Yeah, it's giving a little bit. Look, we're, we're becoming more... <laughs> What was his name? I'm sorry. (laughs) Takashi. And I started like saying I wanted to push Takashi in a locker. Takashi, Takashi, you're adorable. Let's let's issue a formal apology to Takashi. Takashi, we're so sorry. You already got stolen from a scam. We shouldn't have come in that hard. Takashi 6ix9ine, we are sorry. (laughs) Oh no, not the 6ix9ine one now. You get your cousin 6ix9ine. Get his bitch ass out of here. So he's also the true author of Saramagochi's music. Takashi said that he had written more than 20 songs. For Saramaguchi since 1996, for which he received the equivalent of about $70,000. He said he pushed Saramaguchi to come forward after years of begging him to go public because he couldn't stand the deception in the face of an Olympic performance. Mm. So now he's like, my good ass music is going to the Olympics. Right. That was that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. If you think about how much money he was probably making, the appearances, right. like signing stuff, all these tall tales that he sold people that made him seem like a Beethoven hero. Right. I mean, also 70K starting in the 90s. It's 2014. Right. So starting in the 90s, 70K total it's to not 2014. A lot. It's not a lot. Yeah, <laughs> we pushed him about 25 years. How long can you stretch 70K? Meanwhile, this guy is winning Grammys, <laughs> <laughs> Japanese Grammys, Japanese American Music Awards. <laughs> Imagine you ghostwriting and then they like, this is the new national anthem for Japan. And you sit in the corner like, for real? <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, shout out to ghostwriters. Couldn't be me. No, same. 
I mean, like, if as long as you get your coin and you get paid and, and whatever credit you want, but this feels like he just was stealing your shit, and I'm trying to understand why still. So right. he also said that he never believed Saramaguchi was deaf and that they had normal conversations and that Saramaguchi provided feedback on the music that he wrote for him. According to Takashi, he says, at first he acted to me as if he had suffered hearing loss, but he stopped doing so eventually. Later, I found out that he cannot even write musical scores. God damn. Nigga, what you doing here? What is you doing here in the music department? Takashi, okay, question for you, though, King. Clearly, you know how to write music. So if he's sending you notes, then the fuck is he sending you notes? And how do you not realize he don't know how to write music? He was like, yeah, can you take uh, the, the fourth treble clef up um, six notches? <laughs> like, what is he saying to you? Because he don't know about music. He's like, yeah, let's get that in the minor key and the major key. And mix in a little of that contralto and soprano. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Don't rate me five so Latino. That's just one email. That's all it said. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so, so I, so, so sorry. Does Takashi is he saying that the reason why he started doing for this guy was because he came and said I had hearing loss at first? Maybe. He said what started as a lighthearted relationship turned serious over the years, but when. Takashi wanted out. Saramaguchi said that he would commit suicide if he didn't continue helping him. And there it goes. Oh, the, the abuse. Abuse, yeah. So in response, Saramaguchi held a press conference of his own. And though he admitted to much of his work being written by Takashi, he denied many of the other claims. He said that he was completely deaf in one ear, but had some hearing that was assisted by a hearing aid and that his hearing was coming back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I think I hear something. (laughs) It was like, damn, what was that? Oh, okay. See, it's coming back. It's actually, <laughs> y'all know how sometimes it be going and be coming. And, and now it's coming. And now it's coming. <laughs> now it's coming. I can feel it. Oh my God, I feel it. In the air tonight. Oh Lord. That's my new song, y'all. Don't <laughs> write it down. <laughs> write, write that down. Takashi, get in here now. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he started answering questions at the interview. They were like, he can't hear. <laughs> little bit y'all just just a little taste of it coming back so even after public apologies were issued by all involved and the he said he said continued saramaguchi's remaining concerts were canceled and music companies pledged to stop selling his cds so even after public apologies were issued by all involved the he said he said continued and saramaguchi's remaining concerts were canceled and music companies pledged to stop slanging his cds Mm. Damn. You kind of got to at that point. I mean... I mean, okay, so the music's stolen. Is, is this still slap? <laughs> right, like, just take the... Switch the names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's just a credit issue. We just switch the names. We switch to where the check goes. Right. And then that's it. I mean, I guess it's tainted now. And it's, is it, though? It's a national anthem. It's got to have a clean bill of health. Does it? Because ours definitely doesn't. Francis Scott Key was a weirdo-ass racist who definitely included some slavery shit in his fucking freedom bop that we took out. But that's why America likes it. <laughs> you right. Why are they so obsessed with us? Like, you know, we got a whole national anthem for this country, and you still got to sprinkle in some, like, and the Negroes can't be free. Like, Don't let them out, <laughs> please. Why is that in the song of hope? <laughs> I, okay. Because that's their version of hope. <laughs> right. They're like, and we keep them in chains. Okay. No, guys, literally, if you've never heard the real national anthem, Google it and see them extra lyrics Listen, that Francis put up in read there. Read that second stanza. It's ass. Okay, bro. <laughs> We took it out just like we try to erase everything. I'm like, you want us to not kneel for this? Play the whole bop. 
play, play it from play it play it backwards. We don't want the radio edit. Start from the end and go back. We want the extended version. We want the dirty cut, right? With all the expletives, okay? Not the radio version, okay? And then tell us that we can't kneel for it. We want the too short cut, okay? That's my favorite word. The N word. Slavery. But you got to say it like short. Slavery. <laughs> slavery arch. <laughs> slavery arch. I'm dead. <laughs> so, anyway, it, the, the girls are done with him. They're throwing his CDs out of the effigy. They're like, bitch, get out of here. So, despite his musical career being canceled almost eight years ago, Gucci has returned with new music. Disney, come. What is it with these fools? It's like old girl at the grocery store just going from one person to the next. But he said he wrote it himself this time. Who gonna believe him? <laughs> Who? He said, look, we got bangers, okay? And these are definitely written by me for sure. It's not a lie. I don't know much about the Japanese people, but I don't take them to be fools. No, no. Okay? They're not fucking with this nigga no more. They already <laughs> threw out his CDs. But let's see, uh, let's hear a little snippet of what he said is definitely music that he wrote. A hundred percent. A hundred percent, yeah. This is like a particular type of... Yeah, it's a style. I'm trying to listen more to the music in the background because I don't understand. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. this shit getting lit. Yeah, it's getting a little... Wait a minute. Ah, ah. Ah, okay, turn it off. So we don't need Sam Gucci. You know what? Us. I believe him now. I know he did this. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. He definitely wrote this. He 1,000% wrote this. Yo, he lucky put his foot in that. It turned up. See, maybe we should have waited for the beat to drop in Resident Evil. Yeah, we, we like to apologize as well to the Resident <laughs> Evil community in addition to. Right, we should have got past the fart sounds. Because <laughs> yeah. then the beat was going to drop like that, like, hope. Yeah, ah, she got ah. live. It did. It got really lit. Okay, yeah. that, I, see that, I can see that like in a movie. You oh, know? my God. It was really good. An epic fight scene. And they talk just, about war, so, yeah. I just wonder if he's going to be like, I wrote it under a new name, Sakahashi. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, is this still Takashi? Takashi, show yourself. Don't let him do you like this. You don't have to be pushing no more lockers. You've grown now. <laughs> so, so, guys, that brings us to the saddest part of the show, the end where I have to let Priscilla no. go. But this is a special scammer of the week that's a bit longer than our normal ones. So we have a we have a little tea here. Mm. So for scammer of the week, we're talking about the Dunda Academy. Dun dun dun. <laughs> If you don't know what the Donda Donda, Donda Academy is, let me put some respect on her name because mm-hmm. I mean she made him. I know. I was gonna say was, what happened in that she house, was girl. Better. He was better when she was alive. I'm tired of that freaking excuse. I'm not saying it's because she died. I'm just saying maybe somebody was around being like, "Hey, stop!" <laughs> and he could he actually listened. <laughs> yeah, because it feels like now when people are like, "Hey, Kanye, please no." Like, please stop. He's like, go harder. He's like, he's like do more. <laughs> go ham. <laughs> like I'm, gl- a- I'm glad I invented that word. Imagine making an anti-Semitic threat against Jewish people, saying that you're going to go DEFCON 3 on them, and then going to bed. <laughs> I was like, to sleep. <laughs> and like, woke up like, oh my God, my notifications are blowing up. What the fuck? <laughs> he was like, time to do it now. <laughs> like, he was on his set of reminder. Saying <laughs> DEFCON 3 was so wild. I mean, it's just, like what? I think it's because he didn't know if which one is worse. Five, one. <laughs> it's just another like, scale. I mean, it's just such a, such a choice of words. It 
just and then to go to bed on that. I just feel like that's not the good night tweet. That's not the good night text. Oh boy. And he just made some insane decisions, but we all know that he is just someone who seems to not care about other people. Yeah. <laughs> Deeply. Yeah. He's I don't know what his dealing is, but he's disappointing me more and more as the days go on, the years go on. You know what's on. wild is he can't disappoint me anymore. Mm. It's been a while since like once he did the whole slavery is a choice thing, I I chose to disengage. I was like, this kid folk is not my kinfolk. He does not represent me. I don't know him. <laughs> I feel like the White Lives Matter shirt is the one that got me. I was like, I, I, it's like I had like already let go of him. And then it was like, he's back in my face again, being even more fucked up. That White yeah. Lives Matter shirt shit pissed me off. And then the fact that he wore it to his kid's freaking soccer game as yeah. well. Like, what? He's a weirdo and a dummy. Like, it's weird to watch like these men like up just explode yeah it's so weird like this this whole like you know a uh, group of men you know i guess 40 and older 38 late late 30s and older it's just like from 40 to like 60s it's like they're just digging their graves and digging them more and they're getting so embarrassing did you see the kyrie irving protest that they're doing down at the brooklyn Nets stadium no it's the hebrew israelites and they're oh, wearing purple and gold oh, yes and they're out there God. and they're like we are kings. We are like, and they're like chanting. Yeah, I mean it's that's what they so do. Embarrassing. That's what they do. It is embarrassing. <laughs> I was like, I just wanted to go out there in New York. And be like, are you not embarrassed? They're like, not. They love it. You should be though. They're embarrassing us. I mean, but anyway, yeah, we so, know uh, the embarrassment we're talking about today is Kanye West. In September 2022, he revealed that he opened a Christian private school named the Donda Academy after his late mother Donda West. In an interview with ABC News. Yay said that he envisioned the academy to be a gospel school and hoped to give kids practical tools that they need in a world post the iPhone being created. Where is this, the school? Is it in Chicago? So the school was opened on the site of the defunct Simi Valley Stone Ridge Preparatory School, a small property in a semi-royal part of Simi Valley, California. Oh, okay. Really? I didn't realize it was a Christian school. Yeah. And why do they look like they're in prison? This is private school? Because it's giving jail. Because, you know, that's his uniform, the all black. Well, yeah, I know his, like, he loves to make everybody look like they uh, staying home for the week. Okay. <laughs> like, like, they're just going to be in sweats at their house. But, like, why are they wearing these, like... Prison uniforms. Yeah, it's giving prison. Also, the black is kind of sad. Yeah. And they look sad, too. Is that Connie's back or is that just another person? I feel like his neck don't look that good. Yeah, I was yeah. like, that don't look <laughs> that, like that Kanye. That neck look better uh, than Kanye's neck. That hairline is fantastic. Yeah, a little too thick. And, and that back is looking like like they've been lifting up them weights. You can tell I lift weights. <laughs> so so this is a Christian school. See, I didn't know the details about Donda Academy. I think that's a teacher. I don't think I'm looking yeah, at a child. that's definitely a teacher. This is an adult. Okay, yeah, I just want to yeah. make that clear. Um, This is an adult that I was describing. Anyway, so he has a school. It's in Simi Valley, and he started it in October 2021. At the time, 21 students were enrolled in the school year. Which is not enough kids for me personally. I don't want to go to a school with twenty one kids. Like, how what about twenty one savage? Then <laughs> <laughs> I go to school in the UK because he's British. He's, <laughs> like, I love now that his like this album came out with him and the other messy hoe. Oh, such a messy hoe. Every time it comes on, I'm driving. I'm like, are we ever gonna talk about the fact that? We just stopped talking about that this fucking guy is British. Yeah, you do something, uh, man. Yes, show us your passport. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> what I want to see. I want to see the stamp, and I want to see your green card. Right. Uh, okay. We're 21 Savage Truthers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So... 
21 students, too small for me. I'm like, everybody knows your name. What is this? Cheers. Like, I need a big school. Right. So in order to register their children, parents were told that they had to sign an NDA, which is a non-disclosure oh agreement, God. which is why perhaps news of the academy has been limited. So the interesting thing is, is even if you sign an NDA, our lawyer told me the best they don't way. Count. They don't count. And that the best thing you can do when you don't want your information put out there is not tell nobody your fucking information. Period, period. That's, that liberated me. Our lawyer, shout out to our lawyer. We love her. Yes, Grace. <laughs> Does she ever hear us talking, yeah, singing sometimes. her praises? Yeah. Okay, so she knows we're obsessed with her. Okay, fantastic. So, yeah, learning that has liberated me because now I sign every NDA. I'll be like, okay, okay, I'm okay. like, for sure, yeah, I ain't gonna say shit. Okay. No photos. Let me put my phone in the pouch. I'll be breaking that hole out of that little pouch okay. so quick. And I'm not even taking photos. Like, I'm not clout chasing. I'm just like, I want my phone. Like, I'm sorry. I, I'm not going to be a widow and take a picture, but if I want to send a text, bitch, so sorry. I'm not going to text about your Disney movie. Right? Like, ugh, please. I'm not putting your Disney movie on Twitter. I don't care that much. <laughs> so just FYI, sign all the NDAs and tell everything. <laughs> <laughs> Spill it. Probably just don't do it publicly. <laughs> but so the principal and executive director for the 2022-2023 school year is Brianne Campbell, a master's student at Pepperdine University who had previously worked as an actress and choir director. So, you know, mm. natural step, principal. Oh, and Brianne is a, a, a Oh, woman. that was unexpected. I mean, is it? It's Kanye. Well, but I just thought I thought Donda Academy, black and brown children. Yeah. don't put a white. Okay, now you're losing. Now he's losing them. me even more. He's losing me. Why? And that's not to say that this white woman can't be good at her job. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, as far as like education goes, it's already very carceral for black and brown children, especially where you live. You got and them in these these jumpsuits. All their superiors <laughs> and usually all of their teachers are Caucasian. So you would think at a school that's targeting black and brown children that they would have black and brown leaders. For once. Oh, Yeezy. Like, what is this? Sorry, sorry to that lady. I'm sure she's lovely, maybe. <laughs> sorry to her. <laughs> she's, a, she's a singer and an actress and also a master student, not graduate student. Oh, it said student? Yeah. Did you miss a student? Yeah, student. I thought it, it said she graduated. No, she's studying. He is, that's the principal. Yeah, that's the principal. I'm glad they <laughs> shut this damn school down. I could have been the principal in that case. Bitch, I could have been the principal the too. We would have been better principals. I would have done principaling by Zoom because I'm not going to Simi Valley. <laughs> Hell but, no. But but I'd be like, and they during you know parts of the pandemic, there were principaling by Zoom. We had a principal who was principaling by Zoom, and he was principaling at two different schools, and then got in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> he was double timing the district. Yes. yes. <laughs> He was getting his lick, and I was not mad at it. He made $3 million a year <laughs> as a school principal. As a school principal, just at every school. As a school's principal. He was principaling everybody's school. That's crazy. Our, school, our, our principal also named Mr. Marcus. That, oh, wow. That's, that's so what crazy. What a coincidence. We've never seen yeah, him he in don't, the same Yeah, room. he don't come here either. That's so weird. We never see him here either. So the school has currently enrolled about 100 students and employs 16 teachers with a number of celebrity children in attendance. So you got some celebrity children to pull up to the school. Notably, Mr. West's children do not attend the school. Okay. Kim wasn't having that. Okay. That's the first sign. Kim was like, are you kidding me? Absolutely That's not. That's the first red flag. Yes. When your kids don't go to your own school. That you created? That you made? Okay. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> I'm a little worried. Like your school ain't good enough for your kids? <laughs> but it's good enough for these kids. Them kids. For them kids. So the school offers a curriculum including language arts, math, science, Christianity, film, choir, and parkour. 
Now I got these people's babies jumping off buildings and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so do your baby want to be Tony Hawk? <laughs> Imagine you send your kid to school and that fool come back with a broken collarbone talking about some parkour. <laughs> I thought it was reading, writing, and arithmetic. Not reading, writing, arithmetic, and park and parkour. Parkour. Arithmetic parkour. parkour. Bitch, what? Excuse me. Oh wait, we have a video of the choir, but and I think that's just them singing and probably being adorable children in their prison outfits. Okay, stop this. Please stop this. Oh my goodness, this looks like they are. He's starting it's a, a cult. cult. Yeah, this is a child cult, and I'm not okay. I'm <laughs> no. okay with adult cults, but not child cults. You know what I'm noticing too here is maybe this school wasn't targeted at black and brown children because I'm seeing actually a lot of non-black people in this video. It's not a lot, but only uh, only a few white enough. kids. Only only a few, but most of them are black and. Brown. When the camera panned over, I saw that more. little boy. That little. That also, little I love the. A little black boy in the gray sweatshirt in the front here because yeah. he is not here for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> this woman is like, everyone say good morning, Donda. Good morning, Donda. Good morning. And some people are doing it. He's just staring like, I'm just here so I don't get fired. Like I'm just here so I don't get truancy. I, I just wonder, you know, what kind, you know, and we know the answer. Like, not everybody who has a child should be a parent, no, right? Yeah, like, for sure. But I just wonder, like, what kind of parent would have, like, really sincerely put their child in the school for real, for real? Exactly, like clout chasing. It's it's it's, it's borderline abusive. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I don't want to be that person, but it's like because it's like it is a weird clout. Like even this 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 video. Good morning, Don. Like that yeah. is really weird with him like videoing it and like it's super weird. It's like it's like he has this like weird maniac situation yeah. where he wants to be in control of other people. It's not just about making money. He needs to feel like he can make people do what he wants them to do. And now he's got at least 21 idiot ass parents yeah. to give their children to him to mold their mind. Isn't it 100 now? 100 well, yeah, so it, yeah, it went up from 21 to 100. So that's 100 fucking people who are dumb enough. Like, honestly, somebody should be over at y'all, all y'all's houses doing an Period. evaluation. I mean, because... deadass, deadass. Because something's, like, you're the same people who, like, let their kids sleep in beds with celebrities. Mm. You know what I mean? The same people who be letting their kids go in hotel rooms with, you know, mm. famous directors and shit like that. Because y'all cloutation with your kids. And I know parents like that. Of and course. there's nothing more upsetting to me than seeing parents cloud chase with their fucking children. It's dangerous. And it's really, and I, I feel for those kids because they're just, you know, they're, they're pawns in a, in a fucked up mm -hmm. game. And what are you going to do? Legally, they own them. Like, where well, you, right. you can't really intervene. I, I don't think you own children. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, their parents, like, legally, you know, that's just you gotta what black go to their parents house say. every night. Only black parents own their children. Okay. Is it just us? It's just us. Oh, okay. I everybody felt no, like that. No. Okay, cool, cool. I ain't know that. I know that. I brought you in this world. And I, take and I you own out. you so I could take you <laughs> out. <laughs> and they and they love that phrase and oh they all use God. it uh, <laughs> like guys it's toxic you're, you're telling me you're gonna murder me also like, please take me out I hate it here <laughs> <laughs> I never asked to be born kill me <laughs> <laughs> so so this is just wild. These are irresponsible parents. So the school has not sought accreditation by the Western Association of Schools and Colleges. It's when not accredited. <laughs> I'm done here. Turn this shit off. <laughs> they're, not even, they're not even looking for accreditation. 
how you gonna send your so that's accreditation? Who is that? We don't know her. Is she so, trying to enroll? <laughs> Miss Accreditation. Never met her. Accreditation West. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, bring her on in. So this is definitely against the law, right? Because children are supposed to go to accredited schools, and they're supposed to go to I'm schools also. To go to school. Yeah. So this doesn't count. Maybe the count. truancy law doesn't account for like accreditation. I get it. There, this is a truancy school. That's why they're dressed like that. It's just like a double. It, we just no. two words and one stone. No. So, um, one of the the foremost accreditation organizations for California and Hawaii is the Western Association of Schools and Colleges. They haven't gotten no accreditation. Tuition is approximately fifteen thousand dollars a year. Student and, and that's, that's not so bad. That's not so bad for a private school, but also like. For what those uniforms were giving. <laughs> okay. It was giving. Because it looks like you got them in the b- bottom of, like, the gym yeah, <laughs> locker room. Yeah, it was giving bread and water. It yeah. was giving we're in prison. Like, even the facilities themselves didn't look like what I would imagine a private school that you're paying for looks like. Yeah. Like, it's supposed to look like almost like a college. Like, yeah. And they look like they're, they're in a compound in the woods. Right. Yeah. <sighs> A mess. So students are also required to wear uniforms made by Balenciaga oh my and the God. rapper's brand Yeezy. So that's what we were talking about with their little prison uniforms that they're wearing. They're wearing all black and it definitely looks like you, you knew it but was. But it's just so, it's just so his style of being like, isn't it ironic? They look like they're like dirty and dingy kids, but it's Balenciaga. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's Yeezy. He always tries to be so, you know, contra- contrarian. You know what I mean? Like, dog. Well, he's talked about how like, he doesn't wear jewelry because billionaires don't wear jewelry. Like, they don't have their wealth on their body. And it's like, bitch, we're all going to fucking die. Stop being a weirdo. And half the time you see any of those rich-ass tech dudes, they're wearing expensive-as-fuck clothes. You just don't know the label because it's not on the outside. Okay. They're wearing fucking $2,500 white t-shirts, bro. Okay. People like what they like. And even if you're not into clothes, being into clothes doesn't make you stupid and, and not as smart as someone else who's into boats. Like, no one needs a boat, for right. real, for real, either. You know, I, I mean, I could. I want one, I need, and I'm gonna have it. I need one, but <laughs> I need to be on the water. <laughs> but like everything that we do is a dalliance, because at the end of the day, if it's not like eating and, and breathing air, like why do we do anything? We're here to have fun. Yeah. That's really what the hell we're here to have. And and these white men convinced us otherwise. They did. They told us we wasn't. They said we supposed to be we here for work. To work. <laughs> We is to work. They said we're not here for no fun. (laughs) Its website is brief and features only two of its apparently numerous rules. Down to rule 58, which is writing should be regarded as an activity that necessitates critical thinking, an aspect that is fundamental to all good writing. And down to rule 51, students must be confident in forming ideas. If not, their writing will suffer. What? These are the most vague-ass rules. Oh, are you God. Uncle Clifford, Kanye? How many okay. rule 51 and 58? What's number one? Well, let's start with one. Two? Three? Like, I feel like we should have just started, like, a little bit earlier. Also, those kids look like his children. Those do look like his children, which we were told don't go there. So why he got North in the photo? It looked like North, but that's just her cousin. Maybe it's just her cousin. That's not her, There's though. probably a lot of light-skinned children there who are mixed race. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they don't, they're, those aren't That look kids. like Dream Kardashian, too. They do, but it's not. Yeah. But, but you know, they, there's so many of those... Uh, kinds of looking children there so it could be anyone but also this is interesting to me because Kanye has openly said he does not read so I'm like bro how you gonna even have a school when you tell people you don't read bro that's like the that's like the thing that you do in school 
I feel like he's just trying to see what he can, what we're going to let him get away with. We're going to let him get away with. And clearly it's a lot. So they move locations. So when the school initially registered with the Department of Education, it listed as the Simi Valley address. However, it appears that when the school refiled this year that it was moved to a location in the Los Angeles suburbs. They had moved to school. Imagine your school goes from as far as fuck Simi Valley to like the L.A. suburbs. LA. Also, school's not really supposed to be moving like that. <laughs> I, that happened to me. I did I had to go to school in a middle school, even though I was in high school for one year because they were building our high school. Yeah. So, like, I guess schools move sometimes. But I, You know, actually, I taught in a school in Maplewood for the East Orange di- School District because they had to, they were renovating. So. So it happens. It happens. So a teacher who resigned after Kanye's anti-Semitic rant has positioned to the Department of Education to remove the new address from the public directory due to the increase in public attention. Yeah, because people are going to try to pull up there and then, like, see what they got them kids doing. And we don't want to endanger the children. It's right. not their fault. Yeah. So in late October... That their parents are dumb. That their parents are dumb. <laughs> yeah. It's not their fault that they were born to, to idiots. To fools. You know? So in late October, a source familiar with the school told Insider that the Simi Valley location was abandoned after just four months around Thanksgiving. Well, it looked like a commune, so I'm glad. It looked, like, very sad. Since the move, people on the internet have expressed concern about the new location after photos were released of students sitting on folding chairs in a warehouse during the school day. Why are oh, you not going to Okay, so these are the chairs that you get at like a wedding that's like at like a Marriott. <laughs> and you know, they're trying to give the girls like a good little ballroom moment, but it's still a fold out chair. That's what they have these babies sitting in. Yeah, it's pretty depressing. I mean, it, in, a, it, in a garage and it looks like they're eating and it does look like they're in prison. But they wearing Balenciaga. But they wearing Balenciaga, <laughs> though. Okay, please don't step on my Balenciaga. Oh, I see. They have the the um, cell block D. The thing on the uh, dove on the back. Okay, I mean cell block E, <laughs> cell block education. Right, <laughs> that's what it's giving. So. The next Bishop Sycamore, though Kanye has said that he opened Donda with aspirations to create a private Christian school that developed critical thinking, writing skills. Donda Academy has also been known for its basketball team. Before the school even opened, Kanye recruited two and four five-star athletes to be on the Donda Doves, backed by Adidas. A teenager and student, Chuck Bailey III, is one of the most sought-after high school basketball players in the nation. The team was also featured on the cover of Slam magazine wearing the highly anticipated Yeezy basketball shoes. And this is a picture of them. That's the team? Yes. Those are adults. How you got... How you got got college college freshmen? I definitely saw a baby who looked like five or six. And then we have grown-ass... Men. Grown men at your school. These how, these how are, are these adults. Classes divided. That dude has a full beard and a full mustache. Yeah, no, on the it bottom right too, and it connects. Oh that my god! Wild. I feel like we're gonna find out that these are literally adults that he recruited <laughs> to pretend to it's be like children. Like a movie plot. They're literally. It's like it's like when Adam Sandler went back to third grade. Like that's literally what they're doing to us right now. We yeah. know Happy Gilmore. <laughs> we know what's happening. So with corporate backing and recruiting some of the most sought-after teenage basketball players in the country, the school has appeared to shift its focus from offering a private Christian education to basketball. So now he's just doing, he being LeVar Ball. I don't know. He was just like, I don't know. We also do basketball fixing. So unfortunately, Scholastic 
play-by-play classics, a major tournament has recently announced that they have removed the Donda Academy from the tournament due directly to Kanye's comments and behavior. Now, I don't think that's fair to the kids. I don't either. Because the kids ain't saying nothing. Yeah, they, they have That's not. like if the superintendent of my high school said some fuck shit and then it was like, oh, none of y'all can go to the, to the dance. Yeah, just get rid of the superintendent. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. bro, what did we do? Yeah. Why are we being punished? That's, yeah, that's bullshit. He's got some of the most talented adults in the country. <laughs> <laughs> he got D1 basketball <laughs> players at his elementary school. Okay. Like how you go rob them Pretending of to be fourth graders. <laughs> With mad skills. Right. With all the skills. These men are, like, they look like the niggas in Space Jam. <laughs> They're huge. Grown. Grown as hell. So, I feel bad for them, because it's not their grown-ass fault that Kanye said that shit. So, the shutdown. In October 27, 2022, following Kanye's stream of anti-Semitic remarks, parents received an email stating that the school would be closed for the rest of 2022 school year. So, how are you going to give me an email talking about, hey, y'all, we actually going to uh, close on the, the school? Guess what? <laughs> we know it's not supposed to close yet because it's summer. Y'all are not going to believe what I'm about to say. <laughs> Guys, gather around. <laughs> So remember when we used to do a school here? <laughs> Not yeah, no more. We ain't doing that no more. Yeah. Yeah, sorry about that. If you could go ahead and carry a desk on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> we do have to lock up by four. <laughs> or they will lock us out. So just y'all clean out y'all's lockers. You know they didn't even have lockers. <laughs> like clean out your, your Balenciaga. Um... <laughs> Toe bags. <laughs> Because we're, <laughs> we're taking them back as well. <laughs> and give us the clothes back, too. <laughs> we got to pay the taxes on this Yeah, this so you're going to have to run us those back as well. So in an email sent to parents, the school's principal wrote, First, we would like to express our gratitude for the community of families and scholars that Donda Academy brought together. However, at the discretion of our founder, Donda Academy will close for the remainder of 2022-2023 school year, effective immediately. Damn. Thursday, October 27th. In all caps, there is no school tomorrow. <laughs> Damn. They were like, you better not show and up here bitch, tomorrow. And you did this on a Thursday? Like, you couldn't even tell the girls on so they got the weekend to plan to get in a new school? Damn. Like, this is the middle of the school year, and now all of these kids need to re-enroll into actual schools. I mean, they really weren't enrolled in a school okay, to begin yeah. with. Okay, well, yeah, it's not accredited. I mean, but they signed up with their name. <laughs> I mean, these are just feral children <laughs> just running amok. Okay, well, they put their name on a little paper or whatever, and they got a uniform, so they had to get somebody <laughs> their shirt size and their pants. That's, that's true. Okay? That's true. It was official enough for that. That's true. But no, yes, now they got to enroll in different schools. So in the email, no alternatives or refunds were offered. Wow. You say you ain't getting your coins back either. Hey, you're going to give me half a year of education and just say, all right, bye. <laughs> also, how are you going to be an ex-billionaire and do that to me? Well, he's an ex-billionaire now, so... But he's still a millionaire. But he still needs to get money. <laughs> he, I get it. I know. I'm a billionaire, too. I get it. <laughs> if I ever became an evil, nasty billionaire who obviously did murders to get there, um, I wouldn't tell anybody. Right. But it's not a goal. It's not a goal at all. It feels like a terrible choice in life. So according to some reports, parents received another email just hours later saying the school would reopen on October 28th. So then Kanye just said another email. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, no. We actually going to reopen on October 28th. Uh, so y'all y'all just stay tuned. Right. To see if y'all going to have school. Like he acting like they get shut down for inclement weather. Okay. He's like, y'all just watch the news. Okay. And we'll tell you if you have to get an education. We're going to blow the horn. <laughs> so it's unclear where the the school currently stands and that brings us to the end of a fantastic episode Kanye you know what you did 
but I'm glad that at least you're not messing with the minds of poor, innocent children who have stupid parents or adults who were playing on your basketball team <laughs> anymore. <laughs> yeah. 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 Shout out to the adults playing sixth graders <laughs> <laughs> for their shot at the NBA. <laughs> yes. We love that for you guys. Yes. But we always ask on this podcast, where would you like to be found? Is there anything you want to plug? Obviously. Oh, yeah. Well, first of all, you can find me at Pris the Goddess across all platforms. Check out my TikTok. It's a lot of fun over there. It is. It is. Also, um, of course, you know, I got to plug Give Us Your Money yes. podcast on Patreon that me and your beloved Lacey Mosley are doing doing now if you like this it's like fun just like this but we're talking specifically about internet mess and scams that we can't really cover yeah. without getting sued we are we're standing behind absolutely nothing that we say on that podcast ever every it's all the truth is it's all lies <laughs> we're, we're just gonna be lying to you for 30 minutes every single week give or take gonna, yeah give or take see already with the lies already we can't yes you know but um it's really fun it's on patreon you can subscribe there's different tiers so yeah. whatever we, and we give a bunch of give. juicy stuff we do the first episode is all about Jada and how I almost got scammed twice trying to track her bitch ass down three times and how it may not be Jada yes. yeah three times so if you want to hear about all, J- all the Jada mess that's the first episode launching on December December 1st, 1st. yes and there'll be some other stuff over there some low vibrational we're gonna be talking about low vibrational <laughs> plates you know. There's a lot of fun stuff over there. I was yeah. getting scammed. So, yeah, get into it if you want to know our business for just a little bit of your money. Just a little bit. You only want a little bit. Give us your money podcast. Um, as always, guys, you can find me at D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I-D-V-A-L-A-C-I on all platforms. If you want to stitch in your friends and family, scamgoddesspod at gmail.com. Just make sure the scam is retired so we don't what? Yes, fuck up your bag. Congregation, stay being an adult on the child's <laughs> basketball team. Swish. <laughs> No sports. All right, bye-bye. Goddess. This has been an Earwolf production in association with Team Coco. Scam Goddess stars and is hosted by me, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess. It's produced by Judith Cargbo, engineered by Ryan Connor and Abby Aguilar. Our researcher is Kaylin Brandt. Stay scheming. Stay scheming.